Welcome to the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. The podcast that gives you the tools you need as a creator when it comes to building your personal brand, growing on social media, and living the life of your dreams. So sit back and relax. You're tuned in to the Living the Canadian Dream podcast with your very Canadian host, Bradley Thompson. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here, and this is episode nine of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. Thank you so much for listening to last week's podcast. I really appreciate it. We are almost in the double digits. Next week, we'll be in the double digits. It's crazy. Time flies. Already, it feels like I just started this podcast yesterday, but it isn't yesterday. I think it was like a couple months ago I started this podcast, I guess. Um, yeah, time flies. It's crazy. Uh, Last week was the first podcast that I've done that was an hour. It was a very long podcast, and it wasn't that bad. I can tell you that much. It wasn't that bad. Um, I think it went well. You guys might think otherwise, but uh, I think it went well. Uh, I was entertained for an hour, so just living my life. And, um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't upset with it by the end of it. So, yeah, I didn't have to re-record everything. So that's a success. Um so right now it's Sunday. I'm super tired. I need a I need a cup of Java. I definitely definitely need a coffee right now. Honestly, I need a Java, and um, or else I might fall asleep during this podcast. I might fall asleep. I really need coffee. I'm so addicted to coffee that you know there is, you know, no time in life where I don't need a coffee. It could be three o'clock in the morning. And I'd be down for a coffee. And I'm not talking about like, you know, three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to, you know, have, you know, have a decaf coffee. No, no. We're going full caffeine. We're, we're going in on that coffee. We're going full caffeine. And I don't care. I don't care. Black, that's it. No cream, no sugar. No. We drink it like, we drink it properly. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's not hipster. It's the proper thing to do. And I actually used to drink coffee with cream and sugar and stuff like that when I was in. When was it? When did I start? I, I okay. Let me break it down for you. I didn't stop. I didn't start drinking coffee till university. My mom really didn't want me to start drinking coffee at all. So I, I was just like, okay, I won't start drinking coffee till university. I did have ice caps. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Gonna, gonna die on this podcast i had have uh, something in my throat okay um what was i saying oh yeah I, I i promised my mom i wouldn't drink coffee till university although i did have you know ice caps all the time that was my thing back then um didn't have coffee until university and then when i had it in university uh for the first like you know couple years i would drink it with cream and sugar and stuff like that and then one day I'm just like, this is just not what I want to be. I don't want to be this person anymore. And I started weaning myself off of uh, cream and sugar because you actually have to wean yourself off of it. You can't just like stop cold turkey because it's going to be a totally different taste, especially if you've never had coffee black and you don't know, you know, you know, and you don't know what it tastes like. It might be too like, you know, bitter for you or whatever. So I weaned myself off of it. And then I've been drinking black coffee ever since. So it's been like a while. Um, I love black coffee. It's the best. It's, you actually taste the flavors of the coffee. It's not like 
you know, overpowered with sugar and cream and you can't even taste it anymore. You gotta drink your coffee black, boys and girls. Ladies and gents, you gotta drink your coffee black. Um, a lot of people ask me this question because they know I'm a coffee addict. If you go on my Instagram, you'll always see pictures of coffee in my Insta story because that's just what I'm into. I'll have a McDonald's, I'll have a Tim Hortons, you know, I'll have, you know, coffee at work, coffee at home. It's all good. It's all good coffee, man. Um, but people always ask, ask me, what is my favorite coffee? And I have to say right now, my favorite coffee is probably McDonald's. And if you just threw your computer across the screen, uh, across the, across the room, or you just threw your phone across the room, don't worry, I'm going to break this down for you. I used to be a big Tim Hortons fan. Okay. There's a few reasons I didn't, you know, I'm not really as into Tim Hortons anymore. One of the biggest reasons is because McDonald's has that seven cups of coffee and then you get a free cup. So you get the stickers after seven stickers, you get a free cup of coffee, which is the sickest promotion of all time. That's just like the sickest. It Like it's always on and you can always expect to get a free cup. It's just, you know, you're working towards something. It's like a goal. You're just like, you know, if I spend seven <laughs> money on seven more cups of coffee, I will get a free one and that's worth it. That's an investment to get that free one. Um, <laughs> but even like McDonald's also has like the dollar coffee days. Like that is the sickest stuff right now. It's actually going on right now, but um, it's so sick. A dollar for a cup of coffee. That is one of the greatest things that humans have invented. A dollar for a cup of coffee. You might argue that I'm wrong. You might say penicillin is the greatest thing. You might say bridges are the greatest thing. But I'm going to say dollar coffee is one of the greatest things. And you can rank that up against whatever argument you have. It's going to go head to head with it. Because I'm saying it. I stand by my statement. It's one of the greatest things humans has have ever invented. Okay? Just trying to keep you woke. Okay? Just trying to keep you woke. One of the greatest things since sliced bread. You know how that expression is? That's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It is. It's, it's dollar coffee, man. Damn. Yeah, so I've been a McDonald's person uh, for a while now. I literally don't eat anything else from McDonald's. I literally just go in through the drive-thru and grab a cup of coffee. And I usually have to wait a very long time for the people in front of me because they're ordering like meals and stuff like that. And then I come to the window and it's just like, okay, here, dollar seventy-five. I think it's a dollar eighty. No, a dollar eighty-five. I lied. Tomorrow's is a dollar seventy-five for me because um, I drink medium coffee. That's what I do. But yeah, Tomorrow's is still still good. I actually like the taste of McDonald's coffee a lot right now. Um, I like it better actually than Tim Hortons. I would say. Um, and um. Starbucks I'm not I can't I wouldn't ever go out of my way to drink Starbucks I go to Starbucks when like I just need a coffee and there's nothing else around or when I want to do work because working at a Starbucks like you know blogging or whatever I do at the Starbucks you know working on my screenplay 
coming up with the next, you know, Goodfellas movie. Like it's it's just very hard work. And I got to tell you guys, like working on screenplays in Starbucks, it's it's more of a lifestyle choice. So if you're ever thinking about it, like that's where you go. You go to Starbucks to work on your screenplay because not only do you get free Wi-Fi, you get premium Java and you get to make it seem like you're better than anybody else that drinks coffee because you spend an extra dollar for your coffee. So that makes you better. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I don't know. Like Starbucks coffee doesn't really do anything for me. Like it's so strong and like I'll get it like when I'm obviously go to do work because I love working at Starbucks. The atmosphere is amazing. You know, you don't get people like super loud in there. Like everybody's usually really quiet um, unless there's like groups of people, which like it's not like if you go to Tim Hortons to try to do work, people in Tim Hortons, I, I don't know why, but people act like animals sometimes. Like I've seen people like throwing stuff at each other. I've, I've seen like teenagers and stuff yelling at each other. I've seen like, you know, older people yelling at each other at chairs and stuff. Like it's crazy. I don't know. People are animals in Tim Hortons. They, they like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. I will never understand why. But sometimes some Tim Hortons, especially when it gets later at night, some animals, man. Holy like I've seen some crazy stuff in Tim Hortons. Like I've seen fights almost break out in Tim Hortons. Like I've seen people like screaming at each other. Like I've seen people like just, you know, putting their feet up on tables. People are savage sometimes, man. I'm telling you. And it's not just teenagers. Like I'm talking about like, you know, other people too. Like it's, it's crazy. You know, older people too. Like it's, it's crazy. Some people just set up shop and they just, they're there. They're there for the, the next day, man. They're just like, like I've seen people take off their shoes, <laughs> put them on a chair. Like, oh, that's not sort of the restaurant I want to sit in. But yeah, like I, I love Tim Hortons, you know, coffee. Like I like it. Um, I also like, you know, like if I ever needed to eat food at a coffee shop, like their food's, you know, good. I wouldn't eat food at McDonald's and Starbucks food is way too expensive. So it's always the go-to for food, but just working in a Tim Hortons, like it's just always so loud and people are rowdy. Like, as I said, some people are animals, savages out there. Um, but yeah, when you go to a Starbucks, I don't know. I don't know if it's the extra dollar for like a cup of coffee or if it's just all the drinks are premium, but like people aren't that bad in there. Like, I've never seen a fight break out in Starbucks. I've never seen people just like soup yelling at each other and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, because people spend the extra money and they're just like, okay, this is the classy place. Or just like, I don't know. There's like a respect thing going on when you go to Starbucks. I don't know. But whatever is happening, it's not happening at Tim Hortons sometimes. Especially at night. Like at night, like I can go to Starbucks and it's still quiet. It's still cool. But like Tim Hortons or McDonald's at night, Get out of here. There's going to be some drunk people coming through that place. I don't care if it's 10 o'clock. Expect some drunk people coming through. It's crazy, man. Like, people are savage. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I go to Starbucks for to do work and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not one of those guys that gets like, can I get a low-fat frap with with extra whip? Actually, thank you. Oh, is what's your, what's your name? Um... Don't worry about my name, okay? Low fat, extra whip, okay? That actually kills me. I love people that go in there. 
my girlfriend even goes in there sometimes and she like she'll do like the secret menu if you guys aren't into starbucks you wouldn't even know this there's a secret menu for starbucks the secret menu is basically just like an obnoxious like menu that you know people have just uh, i guess made up um on their own based on the ingredients that starbucks has so they'll be like you know like there was the unicorn frat back then which was an actual menu item but like there might be something similar to that which isn't on the actual menu so it's like a unicorn styled frap it's just like oh can i get a unicorn style frap and the workers have no idea what you're talking about sometimes they actually do um and my girlfriend's actually like really good with that stuff like if she ever asks for that stuff she'll actually show them what's in it and like what whatever the measurements work are because uh she actually wants to try it and she like gives them shows her the phone um but i've seen some people go in there like get upset that they're not doing the the narwhal frap anymore even though it's a secret menu and they get like super upset like i've seen people do that like it's just like these people aren't getting paid enough for this it's not even like a menu item like i don't care how much somebody gets paid if it's not on the menu like you shouldn't be getting upset that they don't know what you're talking about like what are you talking about like if they don't know what the sloth frap is stop get out of the store (laughs) oh my god people annoy me with that stuff like like people aren't getting paid enough to do that like they got to do a google search to get your order get out of here man like just order something on the menu like a normal person or if you actually want one of those things bring them the menu bring them the the ingredient like the the recipe thing like show some respect man don't get upset at people like i hate when people get upset when uh like there's an order mix up or something like that like people like freak out about that stuff like you know Sometimes people don't give a crap that are working. I I get that. But a lot of times people actually care and they're trying their best and mistakes happen. And there's no reason to ever just yell at somebody off the bat like because there's a mistake. Like I'm that kind of person. I would never yell at somebody like that. Like unless they're being rude to you. Okay, that's different. You can confront them. But like if they're just made a mistake, if there's just like a mix up or something like that, like don't freak out like especially if it's not a menu item (laughs) like oh my gosh damn like there's no amount of money that somebody could be getting paid that they should have to you know google search your order (laughs) okay like god (laughs) it blows my mind blows my mind blows my mind I, i don't get it but people get super like into starbucks i know that um there's some crazy orders out there like like when you have to constantly repeat your order, that's when you know you have an obnoxious order. Like, like I've seen some crazy stuff, like the no syrup, extra whip, low fat, like oh my gosh, a cinnamon shot. Um, like oh my gosh, bro. Like, and then I come up and I'm the next person behind and I'm just like, yeah, can I get a medium black blonde, please? Thank you. And then they just turn around, they pour the blonde roast and just give it to me. And then that's it. And I walk out. I walk out with my dignity, my pride. Um, and I didn't wreck anybody's day. I didn't even have to give them my name because they just turn around, they fill up the cup, they throw it to me. 
And I just put a lid on that thing and just bam, I'm gone. I'm out. See you later, alligator. I don't go in there those with those obnoxious like aggressive orders. And um that's my Starbucks rant of the day. And uh I respect all the workers at Starbucks because the amount of orders, like the amount of a uh, like I guess recipes that they have to know, the drink combinations that they have to know, it's insane. It's crazy. And I respect them because that is hard stuff, man. Like, I don't even think I could do that. I, I don't think I could. Like, the amount of stuff you have to know for the drink combinations. And I personally would probably get upset every time somebody came up to me and asked me for, like, some crazy, like, combination of drinks. I, I would get upset. I, I couldn't handle it. I'd be like, are you actually serious? <laughs> if I didn't put in half these ingredients, you wouldn't know the difference. Like, that's the kind of person I am. I couldn't work there. Um, but the people that do, man, they deserve a medal, man. Like, they're, they're, they're amazing. Because I've seen some crazy orders. And I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to look up the Starbucks secret menu for you guys. And people actually go in there and be like, oh, can I get this thing off the secret menu? And then the person doesn't even know. And some people get upset. It's silly. Starbucks secret menu. There's Frappuccino's cheesecake. There's lattes, like hot chocolate. Like, stop. There's a Skittles Frappuccino. Okay, let's look at the Skittles Frappuccino. Let's see what it has in it. So if I went up to Starbucks and I was just like, oh, can I get a Skittles Frappuccino? The person would look at me and they'd be like, are you actually serious? Okay, let's take a look what it has in it. Here's the recipe. Strawberries and creme frappuccino. No classic syrup. Add vanilla syrup. Two pumps tall. Three pumps grande. Okay, that's just the breakdown. Add raspberry syrup. Half pump. Okay, that's actually super simple. Yo, I'm a hater. <laughs> that's actually a super simple order. Like You could just like, yeah, can I just get no classic? Can I get the, the raspberry syrup instead okay butter beer there's a cookie bar one here too let's take a look at these okay let's take a look at the cookie bar one first because i think this one will definitely be obnoxious all right caramel frappuccino add hazelnut syrup add java chips java chips what is a java chip what is that is that like a the heck is a java chip is that like a chocolate chip but it's like coffee what is a java chip sorry guys i'm just trying to look this up coffee with rich mocha flavored uh yeah it's like chocolatey coffee chips kind of like a chocolate chip for like chocolate chip cookies very interesting okay this has also has what else does it have in it whipped cream blended in coat the cup with caramel sauce okay and top the mocha drizzle okay so you're gonna go into like a sugar coma after eating this thing coat the cup with caramel sauce that is so much sugar alone and then you're adding hazelnut syrup mocha drizzle and then it's gonna be a caramel frappuccino on top of that like come on guys 
Don't order this stuff. Get like a standard drink. Even like the standard drinks have so much sugar in them. Guys, we need a non-sugar revolution. I honestly, one of the reasons I don't drink sugar in my coffee is because I know how bad it is for you. And because I drink a lot of coffee, I don't want to be drinking that much sugar all the time. And even when I used to drink other things at Starbucks, I used to drink the caramel, uh, what I used to, oh, caramel macchiato. That's what I used to drink all the time, the macchiato. Um, and that was like, whatever, two espresso shots in it or whatever uh, for a grande. And then like the, I think it's steamed milk. And then they would put the caramel syrup on it. But I would used to drink the regular one, which is so much sugar because they would line the bottom of the cup, which is in this recipe says coat the cup with caramel sauce. That's exactly what they did. And then they would put caramel sauce on top of it, on top of the whipped cream as well. Or no, it's not the whipped cream. The, you know, the steamed milk, you know, the, the that stuff, you know, the stuff that's on the top of the cup. You guys know what I'm saying. I don't have to explain this thing. I don't have to break this down for you. But it had so much sugar in it. And eventually, like, I was trying to, like, this was after my Fat Brad days, guys. Um, <laughs> I have a period in my life that I refer to as Fat Brad because uh, that was, like, the, the biggest I've been in my life. I used, I used to work at um, a restaurant, and I was working in the back. Like, I was a cook. Um, I was a line cook. And I used to work super long hours, and the hours were crazy. So I would eat at the restaurant, and I would be eating fried crap all the time. I would be eating chicken finger dingers. You guys know what chicken finger dinger is? That is a chicken finger dinner. It's amazing. It is amazing. What is that? It is basically chicken fingers. You know, you take the chicken breast, you coat it with the beer batter sauce. And then, I don't know, our sauces weren't even beer batter, I lied. Um, but basically a batter, so you fry it. And then when they're done frying, you put them in like buffalo sauce or like, you know, whatever like they're like uh basically boneless wings and then you eat them with like fries and i would eat that like every single day because <laughs> i was working so much and then i wouldn't work out because i was so tired because my hours were crazy um and then on top of that like i was stressed out because i was uh basically switching schools and stuff like that there was a lot going on in my life and that is the period of my life that i refer to as fat brad and on top of that you know, during school and stuff like that, I would go to Starbucks and instead of like, you know, having a black coffee like I do now, which is super, you know, it's healthy. It's like a healthy alternative um, because, you know, I'm super health conscious now. I'm very inspiring. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm so full of crap. Uh, no, and no, I just like I've, I've really tried to be healthy. Like I, I'm very conscious about being healthy um but yeah back then i used to like you know drink the caramel macchiatos i used to have that sugar and then when i started you know decided like oh shit i need to i need to figure my shit out and i need to beat health i need to be healthier i started working out found rock climbing started rock climbing a lot um then started eating healthier started drinking a lot of water the minute you start drinking a lot of water as well something that i've known i've noticed is that the less you crave sugar so when you want to be a little bit healthier, if you're trying to be a little bit healthier, this is what I did. And this is what I still do. You cut back the sugar, you drink more water. Those two things alone are very good thing are very good for you. Like you're staying hydrated. You're not filling yourself up with crap 
like you know sugary drinks like pop and stuff like that and then you cut down that sugar like my biggest thing too is that like i don't want to waste you know not even calories but just like sugar intake on drinks because i don't enjoy that like if i want to have like sugar i would have a donut like i would have a donut like i would have a honey curler donut at tim hortons over a frappuccino any day of the week i don't care what day of the week it is i will have that over a frappuccino any day of the week and so i started cutting back my sugar intake with the caramel macchiato so like i would start with like oh can i get like less sugar and then they would not put maybe uh, the syrup on top and then i would be like okay i get half sugar half sweet that's the starbucks terminology that's what it's called half sweet on my grande caramel macchiato please um and basically they would not put the syrup coating on the cup so on the bottom of of the cup and then eventually i got to the point where i was just like can i just get no caramel sauce <laughs> and they're just like oh this is like a latte i think that's what they yeah it's like a latte i'm just like oh this is awkward <laughs> and i think the caramel macchiato is more than a latte so i was paying more so i was just like okay this is stupid <laughs> i'm just gonna drink black coffee because i don't enjoy it that much anyways for the uh just the plain one it's not as satisfying so yeah so that's what i did and then um I'm at the point in my life where I don't, you know, really drink that much sugar. And I try to be sort of conscious about the amount of sugar I take in too. And I don't know, like, it's like, I think everybody goes through points in their life where like, they're super healthy, they're unhealthy, you know, it's just, it's a journey, man. And the minute you get out of that unhealthy state, like, you feel a lot better about yourself. And like, sort of the habits and like the healthy eating habits um, and routines and stuff like that you pick up are very beneficial like like I was not like you know massive but like if you look at like a fat brad versus like a now brad like my face was so chubby like I was just eating fried food all the time like fried chicken like all the time like wings like like I was eating so much crap because I was working at a restaurant like my hours were crazy I I wasn't happy like I was stressed out like there's so much crap going on so and i wasn't <laughs> i definitely wasn't working out the only workout i was doing is putting the goddamn chicken fingers to my face that's all i was doing <laughs> i could tell you that much to be honest um so yeah so like i'm i try to be healthy now guys that's what i'm telling you is that i try to be healthy and if you if you're in that point where i was when i was fat brad and a lot of people might be might be yelling like, "Oh, don't call yourself fat brat." I'm just like, "No, that's that's what I did. That's what it is." And my sister sometimes even sends me pictures of my fat brat era and just just to remind me. She will just not even send me a caption, not even send me anything. She'll just send me a picture, and it's just like a picture of me when I was like chubby, chubby face, and um, just a it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder, and I appreciate that. It's not hate, and people will be like, "Oh, you're she's so mean." No, no, she's not mean. It's, we're, we're, we make jokes and stuff like we're all good I, I don't take that stuff serious and especially because I was able to you know get healthier again especially with rock climbing like that that was key I I find especially when you're trying to you know get healthier or at least get in a workout routine you have to find something you really enjoy if you hate the gym find something else that you enjoy like if you're into like you know you know weightlifting if you're into like you know karate like find something new, try new things 
and then you'll find something that you enjoy that's like active like i think that's key for getting in shape and stuff like that because you have to have something to work for like with rock climbing like i love rock climbing you know i might not be a professional rock climber one day <laughs> you know what i mean like but i know i can always get better and you know like there's that thing that like you know especially in sports like you have to love it you have to love what you what sport you're doing and then you have to have you know goals when it comes to that sport like for rock climbing you always have sort of goals that you can sort of put put for yourself um, especially when it comes to individual problems like you have like a beginning of the problem you have an end of the problem so that's when you like you go rock climbing you have specific like routes that you want to finish and you're just like okay i want to finish that route you know that there's an ending to that route. It's not like when you go to the gym and it's just like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour and that's it. And I don't know, the goals are kind of difficult when it comes to gym stuff because it's not as engaging a lot of times if you're just going to the gym and you're not into it. Um, and I find that's frustrating. But even like when I work out now at home or whatever at the gym, like at least now I have a goal. The goal is to get better at rock climbing. That's sort of where all the fitness stuff goes back to is like to get better at rock climbing because I really like rock climbing and I know that once I get stronger once I get fitter I'll be a better rock climber I'll be able to do harder routes and it just takes time but like all these other things outside of rock climbing like eating healthier you know like working out outside of rock climbing like these are all things that will benefit rock climbing so I find like if you're not even just trying to lose weight just you know, trying to be healthier, you have to find stuff that you enjoy. Don't feel the need that you have to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, for me, going to the gym gets boring after a while. But if you're into, like, powerlifting or something, that's totally different. That's, like, your thing. But I know for some people, like, as I experienced, it gets boring. You have to find something that you like. So try new shit, man. Like, and that's always the theme of Brad's podcast, the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, is try new shit. Experiment. People are often scared of experimenting and putting themselves out there, you know. But it's just one of those things that you have to do. Like, you know how many times I've gotten, like, you know, chirped at, like, you know, made fun of for, like, trying new shit? Like, I still get made, you know, jokes made of me for making, like, a vlog and stuff like that. Even though I haven't been doing it, like I've been focusing on the podcast and stuff that I really enjoy. Um, I've talked about it before. Like I just want to make some videos once in a while. Like that's it. Like, um, but I have been, you know, many times like chirped, you know, joked around about like, and that's fine. Like that's that's cool. Like what I think when it comes to experimenting is the people that experiment and actually try new stuff, like how I tried the vlog. I'm growing in a new way. It might not just be like, oh, this is a new career path for me. It might not be that. It might just be like learning a new skill or just getting the confidence to put yourself out there. Like doing a vlog is very specific. You know, you're creating films, um, short films, and you have to be comfortable with talking to the camera. So it forces you to do that. It forces you to learn how to edit video. It forces you to learn how to take video, to tell a story, like all that sort of stuff. So it's not just about like, you know, being a YouTuber. There's a lot more that goes on behind 
experiments. And I've always tried to force myself to experiment with new things. And I think you should too. Try new shit. That's always the new, that's always the theme of the podcast. It's like, I don't know. Like I think one of the biggest things is when people like try to make fun of you or, you know, just, you know, take shots at you for trying new things or just putting yourself out there. The reason they're doing that is because they're too afraid to do it themselves. That's the only way. That's the only reason for them to do that. Obviously, you know, making making fun and having fun or whatever, like taking shots, talking shit, like that's all cool. Like, but sometimes, you know, people are being serious and it's just like, okay, you're just being an asshole. And um, I know it's because there's something that you really want to do, but you're too afraid to do it. So that's your own shit. Like that you're you're trying to deal with your own stuff. And I get that. Like that's life. But um I don't know. Like that's something that I've noticed. Uh and you know, although it might not benefit me, you know, for trying all these new things, like because, you know, there's there's people out there that say, Oh, ten thousand hours, ten thousand hours, you have to be a master at what one thing. Nothing else matters. Be a master at one thing. Like even that, like if you have nothing else going on and you're just focusing on one thing. There's going to be a few things that happens. You're going to be bored as crap in a few years. Like I get bored quick. Like I have to do stuff. I have to be engaged. I have to keep learning. I have to, you know, have like goals and stuff like that. And I have to enjoy that shit. Like I can't just keep doing something. Only one thing. Because I know I'm going to be bored. I know I'm going to end up being bored. And I'm going to hate it. Um, And the minute I hate it, I'm not doing it anymore. Because life's too short to do stuff you hate. Um, next thing is that you're going to be burnt out if you only do one thing. Like, you have to have stuff in your life that you do. Like, you got to have those passion projects. You got to experiment with new things. You got to, you know, focus on fitness, all that stuff. You can't just be doing one thing, okay? Um, and really, those are the two things that, like, you know, like, for that, you know, 10,000-hour thing, like, that shouldn't just be your focus. It's just one thing. Like, cause even if it's your career, you do that, whatever to nine to five stuff you do outside of that, even though it's unrelated, it could still be benefiting you. You know, meeting new people could still be benefiting the, your, your, your passion, you know, learning new skills, even though they're not really related, just, you know, using your ability to learn something else keeps you engaged keeps you sharp like there's a lot of things like there's a lot of benefits of learning new things trying new things out and i don't know like i feel like sometimes people are afraid to try new things and honestly think about it for a while have an understanding of what you're trying to do do research about what you're doing what you want to do and then just do it like just do it slowly like it's super cliche, like, oh, just do it, pal. Like, okay, I know there's a lot of uh, constraints. There might be a lot of obstacles that are stopping you from doing it. But there's no motivation you can get. Like, there's no, like, tips and stuff you can get. Basically, everything starts with you when it comes to that stuff. Like, if you want to try something, you have to try it. Don't be afraid. Just understand that some people will criticize you. Some people will, you know, chirp you and stuff like that. That's part of it. 
That's part of the process. That's part of the learning process. That's that's it. Like nobody has ever been good right off the bat. And those people often don't continue, you know, growing because they've already been the best that they can be. Like they, they stop because they don't enjoy it or whatever like that. Um, I don't know. Um, like even like YouTubers and stuff, like somebody like PewDiePie, like he's uh, almost going to be surpassed by uh, this other YouTube channel for the first time because he's still the number one YouTube channel in the world. PewDiePie, if you guys don't know who that is, his name's Felix. He's like a, he does like, he reviews memes. He does like gaming and stuff like that. He got famous off of gaming. And yeah, he's the biggest YouTuber in the world. But uh, he's about to be passed by this channel called T-Series. And um, it's this like Indian music channel, supposedly. That's what he says. Um, and basically they're like growing super quick. Uh, but it's crazy. Like he's been doing YouTube for years. I think he said, I think he said he, he's been doing YouTube for 10 years or something like that, which is insane. Like, obviously he's the best YouTube, like the biggest YouTube in the world. Um, but it's crazy how long it takes to grow something. Like, obviously he has a massive audience. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't a good example. Like, my thing is just like, uh, when it comes to like growing something, it takes time. That's that's basically the point I was trying to make. I don't know. That wasn't a great example. I should have chose like somebody like, I don't know, um, Jason Nash, who's a vlogger, YouTuber as well. Like for years, he tried to be a stand-up comic, like actor and stuff like that. And he had nothing working for him and stuff like that. And then one day, like, you know, David Dobrik, another vlogger saw him doing stand-up comedy um and he started doing vlogs with him and he became big on vine and stuff like that and started doing youtube vlogs and now he's huge it's crazy but like it took him years to ever find something that like you know would take off or that he could even be more passionate about like and it's just like it's crazy like a lot of people like think it's going to happen overnight and it doesn't and I think one of the biggest things you need to understand is that like shit's gonna suck sometimes like you're gonna feel like you're not even moving and I often get that like you're gonna feel like nothing's happening but just be positive like just understand that like nothing happens like and that's why I always like um Gary V books and stuff like that is because like he really hits the point on like the time it takes to do something like he was, uh, and that's going to be the book of the, the book of the book of the, I guess the week this week. Well, I'll, I'll say it's uh, crushing it by Gary V crushing it by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, basically that book is about like sort of his upbringing a little bit, I think. Yeah. A little bit. I I've read all of his books. So, um, but basically it's about like the people that he's, he's helped with his other books um, success stories and stuff like that. Um, and then how people have been able to, you know, turn their passion into, you know, a big success and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what I was saying about Gary Vee is that like he used to work at his dad's liquor store, um, for years, for years and years and years. And then he eventually started a YouTube channel 
called Wine Lar Library TV and um, started making YouTube videos and it blew up. And then he took his dad's liquor company online, made it e-commerce and started growing the business exponentially. And, you know, then he ended up doing, you know, the Vayner Media thing and stuff like that. But like, it's just a very interesting success story because it's not even like he's telling you like, oh, everything takes time. It's just like, that's what happened to him. Everything took time. You know, he didn't start doing that stuff until late and because he was just helping his family and stuff like that. And it's just, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are rushed. I get rushed sometimes and some people, you know, get super down and they just give up early. But you just really have to stick with it, especially if you really enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, then giving up is going to be a lot easier. And if you don't enjoy it, like just, you know, you have to let some stuff go. Like, and that's what I've noticed. Like in a lot of my past projects that I wasn't into, like I enjoyed it right at the start and then I kind of got bored with it. I would stop it because there's no sense in putting effort into something that you're not that passionate about. And like, if you don't have a big investment into it, like just, you can just walk away. That's cool. But, um, everything takes time. Shit sucks sometimes. It's no, it's no joke. Stuff stuff is crappy sometimes. Like especially like in entrepreneurship and stuff like that, and uh, just starting a project, like getting traction. It's it's rough sometimes, but uh, you just gotta stick at it. Like I don't know. Like I like I've always enjoyed experimenting with stuff. I've always been that person. Um, and I don't know. I I don't know. It just helps me grow. It helps me learn about new things and. I find you can meet also like a lot of people that way, like being interested in something specific, like something super niche. Like that's, it's a very cool thing when you get sort of uh, super into something. And um, on that note, I'm going to talk about the app of the week. So the app of the week, uh, I said the book of the week was Gary Vaynerchuk's Crushing It. Um, it's a yellow book. So if you're looking, oh, is it Crush It or Crushing It? It's Crushing It. That's his latest one is Crushing It. It's like a yellow cover on the book. So it's pretty sick. Um, so the app of the week this week is called Elevate. It is an app that I've been using for a while. I actually stopped using it for like, you know, like a few months and I just started using it again. It is a really cool app. It's basically daily brain games that you can do that, you know, just keeps you sharp. Like it forces you to do things that, you know, you're not going to do, you know, at your daily work environment, your daily job or whatever. Like, like, uh, to give you an idea, some of the games are like grammar based games. Some of the games are like, you know, uh, fraction games. Some of the games are like, you know, multiplication addition games. And it's like quick stuff. It's just like, you know, what's the sum of, 10 30 whatever like i don't know uh 10 30 3 7 and 6 and then you got to do that quick and before the time runs out and it's really good it's really cool uh you could do like i think it's three a day and i don't know i think it keeps me sharp and i'm not even saying that like you know it improves your brain function or any of that stuff I'm just saying I never do fractions in my life ever. So doing it on a game, it forces you to sort of like 
work that muscle again. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't do math. Like I'm a marketer. Like I'm not a big math guy. I've never been. Um, so doing simple stuff like that, I don't know. I find it sort of engages me in a different way. Um, gets me frustrated sometimes, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, like it's just one of those sort of easy personal growth exercises you can do. So it's called Elevate. It's on iOS and Android. Uh, it's, it's a blue, uh, like the logo is a, is a person with a blue brain. So yeah, it's a, it's a really cool app. So check that out. Um, I'm going to go back to uh, what I was saying before about the monthly experiments. Well, I wasn't saying monthly experience, Brad. Come on, Brad. Figure it out, pal. What are you talking about, Paul? See, this is why I've been saying I need a coffee. I need a cup of Java or else I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. Yeah, so what I was uh, what I was saying, you know, to ramble on, obviously, further about the experiments, you know, experimenting and stuff like that. I'm, I love experimenting. Um, one thing that I want to try to do, uh, you know, starting now is, uh, do monthly experiments. So what do I mean by that? I want to start doing, you know, things that I already do, but have like a monthly timeline. Okay. What do I mean by that? So I want to do two things, two types of experiments every month. I want to do a health related experiment and then just like a personal growth or skill related experiment. So some examples of skill or personal growth related experiments would be things like learn to do the Rubik's cube. I've never done the Rubik's cube in my life. I've always wanted to learn. So learning that in a month. Okay. Other things I have them written down. Let me, let me, let me uh, break this down for you. Uh, I I thought I had them written down. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So more skill related experiments would be like to do exercises of a language every single day. So obviously you're not going to, Oh my gosh, you're not going to learn a language in a month. You know, you might, if you're like a beast, but, um, like do exercises to help you learn a language. So exercises every single day to help you learn a language a little bit better. Um, there's apps like Duolingo, Duo, how do, how, Duolingo. Yeah, Duolingo um, that help you do that. Um, they do like daily, you know, exercises. I've been, for a while I've been doing French so I've been trying to learn French, even though I've done French for years <laughs> in school. I never learned a thing. Um, I learned the basics and I totally forgot everything else. Um, so I've been trying to learn that. Uh, I do that sometimes, but I'm going to try to do that as like an experiment. So do that every single day exercises from Duolingo. Um, other stuff would be like read every single day. So make time to read like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, you know, like things like learn to juggle. How cool would it be to learn to juggle? I've never learned how to juggle, uh, juggle before. Um, I think it's just such a cool thing. Like it, it forces you to think in a different way. I don't know how, because I don't know how to juggle. So I'll let you guys know once I do that. Um, but other stuff like that, like, uh, learn how to use a raspberry Pi, stuff like that. So those are all personal growth like slash skill related experiments. Um, 
then the other set of experiments I would like to do on a monthly basis would be a health-related experiment, fitness. So like 100 push-ups a day or like working out every single day or trying a new like sort of diet. So like, you know, the slow-carb diet, like keto, um, intermittent fasting. Like, I don't know. They're all very cool things to try. And I think doing them in the period of a month, like you can get some pretty cool results and actually get a good feel for something. And it forces you to be committed. And then at the end of that month, you can sort of say, oh, I learned something new or, you know, I've learned something new uh, just about myself. Like if you do a new diet and you find, you know, it doesn't work for you, like that's new information that you've never would have gotten without trying it. So, and I'm not, not even saying like, you know, diets to lose weight, not even saying any of that stuff. I'm talking like before I've tried intermittent fasting and it was just a very interesting experience. Like for a variety of different reasons. And obviously no diet is going to be, you know, the same for everybody else. Diets work differently on different body types, different types of people. Like they all do. So yeah, that's why I think the first thing I'm going to try is the slow carb diet. That's one that really became famous from uh, Tim Ferriss. Um, I might try that out. I might try that out for a month. I don't know. I like to challenge myself. Um, and obviously it's not like a diet like you're not eating or anything like that. That's, no, that stuff's just BS. Like it's you're eating healthy and you're trying to optimize your health. Like that's all it is. Um, so I'm going to try that. So let me know if you guys have any interesting experiments that I should add to the list or if you would also be down to, you know, you know, keep each other uh, accountable, okay? Let me know. Let me know if you're down to try it. Because I, I I've been talking to a couple of people and it's like, oh, yeah, I would actually be down to try something like that. Because it just forces you. It's a short time period, um, but it's going to feel really long. <laughs> uh, and you can try something new. So whether it's a skill or, you know, something health-related, you know, let's just grow. So let me know if you want to join Maybe I'll create like a like a group or something. I don't even know. Uh, but let me know on Twitter or Instagram at I am Brad Thompson if you want to do monthly experiments. I think they'd be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, we're already in December. November is already done. Uh, it's crazy. I actually haven't shaved yet. I think I might keep the beard for a little bit longer. Uh, it's crazy. A lot of people have been saying I look like a lumberjack. And I've been going along with it. Every time somebody, you know, sees my beard for the first time, I'm just like, yeah, I've been cutting wood all day long outside. Uh, it's crazy. The conditions are rough out there. I've been living off the land. I, ever since I grew my beard out, I was automatically subscribed to a hunting magazine. I don't know how it happened. I was automatically subscribed. I don't know why. It just happened. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, November is done. I think I might keep the beard for a little bit longer. It was really good. Raise some money for, uh, you know, men's health, men's prostate cancer awareness, you know, all that sort of stuff. So very good cause. I will definitely do it next year and moving forward. I think it's a great cause. And a lot of guys, you know, really don't focus on health as much as they should. I know women are really diligent. A lot of women are, especially the women in my life, are really diligent, you know, making sure they're okay and stuff like that. But men often, you know, just don't go to the doctors at all, like, unless 
you know, something severe happens and it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know why guys are like that. I don't know why guys are like that, but, um, yeah, just be careful out there guys. Um, and I think Movember is a great, you know, thing to do because it not only brings awareness, especially, you know, to the people who have been affected by it in your lot, in your lives and stuff like that. I've had people in my lives that have, you know, battled and succeeded against, you know, prostate cancer and stuff like that. And it's, it's a very scary thing. And I think things like Movember are really good because it brings awareness and it just shows people that you support them. And, you know, it can happen to anybody. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Like it's it, anything can happen and it happens to anybody. And, you know, even if you've been affected or you haven't been affected in any way, um, it's just good to spread awareness and just show people that you support them and, you know, raising money for a good cause that could better people's lives in the future. So, yeah. So, definitely going to do Movember next year again. Um, maybe just the mustache next year, though. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, like all my friends and stuff were just joking around about my beard uh, because I've never had a beard before. I've always been clean shaven. I've always, you know, the most I've ever had was like stubble. I've never had a beard. And, um, yeah, I've just been blowing people's minds. I should start wearing plaid more often just so people think I'm actually a lumberjack cuz I think I could I think I could pass it off. Be a Canadian lumberjack, you know? Oh yeah. Eh? Oh yeah, I've been cutting wood all day, eh, pal. I've been outside all day long. You have no idea, eh? The conditions out here is about to snow. I might go to Tim Hortons grab a job and maybe a couple timbits, eh? I got a toonie on me. I got enough for that. Yeah. I'm a lumberjack, guys. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. Nice. So today's Sunday. Woke up super late today. Um, I was out so late last night, guys. So late. I am not the kind of person to be out that late. I need my sleep and I would prefer to be chilling at home if I was up that late. I was out late for a friend's birthday party. You know, we went, you know, to his house, went to a bar, went clubbing. And the minute we got we got to Toronto, I regretted not driving. That's the first time I've never really like, you know, I've Ubered that far. <laughs> and it was so expensive. Even though we had a full car, so expensive. It's 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 not worth it, guys. Just drive. Just obviously don't drink when you drive, but drive. If you already have a car, just don't even spend more money on somebody else's car. I don't know. Next time I won't be driving. Uh, I I won't be uh, Ubering. It's just so expensive. It's crazy to get to Toronto from Mississauga. Like it's insane. It shouldn't be a hundred bucks away. Like goddamn, son crazy but um yeah we got in super late last night it was like i got i went to bed at like 4 a.m like that's not i'm not about that life guys woke up at like 1 p.m today not about that life just trying to relax just trying to watch some seinfeld that night you know like jeez. but um yeah it was, it was a good it was aight i guess it was aight i'm not i'm not a clubbing guy i don't know if i've ever talked about it before but i hate clubbing i hate everything about clubbing 
I hate waiting outside of the club. I hate paying to get into the club. I hate the music in the club a lot of times. I hate how loud the club is all the time. Like, why is the music so loud? I've been in so many clubs before, and a lot of times the DJs aren't even good. The music's just really loud. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're a good DJ if the music's just loud. Like, sorry. I don't mean to trash anybody. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, like just having loud music doesn't mean it's good music like <laughs> and all the music like yesterday was like super edm and stuff like that and it's just like oh this is this is really awkward i don't even know how you dance i don't like dancing in clubs either i like to just sit just put my arm on something just rest i like leaning on the wall that's that's the kind of clubbing i do it's it, the drinks are so expensive in clubs People are so aggressive in clubs, you know. Girls always bump into you and stuff, and they don't even care. It's just like, whatever. It's just like, oh, okay, cool, thanks, yo. And then if you bump into a guy, if you bump into a guy, he's going to try to knock you out. Like, people are so aggressive. I remember going to a club years ago, and there's a lot of older people in this club. And literally, I was just standing, talking to a group of friends, and this person walked into me from behind, okay? He was big. He was big. And he was older. So he had two things on me. <laughs> he was bigger and he was older. And this guy just raged out. He wanted to fight me. Even though he was the one that walked into me. Obviously he was super drunk. And he was just he was just an asshole. He was just an asshole. And that is an A1 asshole. <laughs> Holy crap man. And this guy wanted to fight with me. I'm just like. Dude, relax. And he's just like, no, no, F this shit. Dude, screw you, bro. Like, he's just ready, like, pushing me and stuff. I'm just like, okay, bro, like, I'll just get you a drink. Relax. Like, I'll bu buy you whatever whatever else you were drinking. Like, what do you want? Like, frig. And he all pissed off. And then after he gets his drink, he's just like, props or whatever. I'm just like, dude, you're the worst person ever. His drink was probably already empty. And he just wanted a new drink. He just picks a small guy. I'm short. I'm a short male. Okay. I'm not a big guy either. Like, God, I do body weight workouts. I do body weight workouts. I don't have a lot of meat on me. Like, God, I, I don't understand why people do that. I almost actually witnessed a fight yesterday too. There's two people just like pushing each other. And they were a heavyweight division. They were big boys. That would have been a, a very interesting scrap. But like the thing with scrapping and stuff nowadays in 2018 is that you don't know if people have knives, you don't know if people have guns, like people don't fight fair. Like, it's not like when, you know, you know, like the older generations back in the day, like they would actually have fist fights. They would get their anger out in fist fights. And it wouldn't just be out of like, I don't know, from my understanding, it wouldn't just be, you know, somebody punching somebody from behind or something like that. Like they would just have a scrap, like two men fight. But nowadays people have knives, people bring guns and stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I always feel super uncomfortable whenever I go into a club. Uh, I don't care if I'm with friends and stuff. Like I always feel super uncomfortable because people are nuts. People are nuts. People will walk into you and get all pissed off. Like it's crazy. It's, it's so many animals that go to clubs too. I've said this before. I said this about Tim Hortons. People that go to clubs, there's so many animals that go to clubs. It's crazy. It's insane. Like people pushing each other and stuff on the dance floor. Like, like it's it's 
I don't know. A lot of times it's not safe. And you always see those creepy guys on the on the walls. And, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that, like, you know, drinks, like, a lot. Like, especially if I'm going out or whatever, like, to a club or something. I'll just, like, literally had a couple beers yesterday. I was just chilling, like, just relaxing with friends and stuff. And then they were all dancing. And I was just standing on the wall, as I do. But, like, you see these creepy older, you know, males and stuff like that just by themselves. And, like, I, like, watch people. I like to observe people. And they're obviously looking at, like, younger girls and stuff like that. And it's just, like, man, the amount of, like, shit that people put into people's drinks without them ever knowing, it's so scary, man. Like, it's so scary. And, like, that's why I especially hate clubbing. And I hate when, like, you know, you know my girlfriends or even, like, my friends that are girls, like, go out. Like, it's just... You don't know what people are doing, especially when people are just chilling on the walls. They're just by themselves. Like they could easily do something to you. And, you know, you would never know because all the drinks are open. People are walking through crowds. Your drinks open. Somebody could easily drop something to drink. And it's scary, man. Like, and I don't know, like I, I, I hate that stuff. Like I hate like that even being an option for people like that. And like I'm super you know, aware of looking what people are doing. And that's, you know, whenever my girlfriend goes out, like, you know, they're going out with the girls and stuff, but like people do that all the time. And it's, it's crazy. We live in a sick world. Like people are sick and it's, it's messed up. Like, I don't know how they're ever going to fix that. Like, cause they could easily, I don't know. Like they have to have cameras or something. I, I don't know how they're going to fix that because I don't know. All, all I'm saying is just be careful when you're in the club. You know, <laughs> especially if you're a guy, just don't get punched out from somebody walking into you with a drink. Um, if you're a girl, cover your drinks, man. Don't take a drink from somebody else. Like, like you don't know how people are nowadays. It's it's creepy. Like, even to, like, go into the club that we were at, we had to walk into the back of an alley because that's where the entrance was to the club. That's already sketchy as it is. That's already sketchy as it is. Don't take a drink from somebody sketchy inside the club. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I went off on that tangent. It's just, I guess that's just, I've, I've, I've known people that have gone through stuff like that, that, that have had that stuff happen to them. And it just really pisses me off that people are so sick out there and... I don't know. I, 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 like, I just want people to be safe when they go to clubs and stuff. Like, don't, like, don't overdrink and stuff like that. Because especially the minute you overdrink, like, you don't know what people are doing. You don't know if somebody's going to come up behind you and punch you in the face. Like, you don't know if somebody's going to drop something in your drink. You don't know. Like, people are, people are animals, man. Like, it's crazy. Getting super emotional, guys. God, because it just pisses me off. Like, I see people creepy people like all over the club and like i know every like all my other friends and stuff they're just having a good time but i'm the one that looks out like just see like okay this guy looks like he wants to fight somebody this guy is freaking creepy as stuff keep him away from everybody else keep him away from everybody's like you know drinks and stuff like why does he keep coming behind us like yeah I, i'm super aware especially when i'm in clubs or bar situations i don't know why i've always been like that because, I don't know, I just know people, you know, some people smile, but it doesn't mean they're a good person. You know what I mean? So, 
if you guys go to a club, if you guys go to a bar, please be safe. Take care of your friends too. Like that's one thing that like in you know 2018 people don't often do. Like I have really good friends. They're dope. They always you know would take care of me if anything were to ever happen. But there's a lot of people that are you know friends with people just for the sake of you know drinking buddies or whatever like that. And the minute you over drink or whatever, if you were to take drugs or something like that, like and you can't control yourself. If you feel if if they if you can't rely on them to take care of you, you know, they're not your friends. That's that's how it is. That's 2018. A lot of people don't have people that will actually take care of them, especially when they're out. It's different if you say, "Okay, he's my friend cuz like, you know, he took care of me at a house whatever party or whatever." But if you're at the club, especially if you just got there, you know, and you can't rely on your people to take care of you or like they just leave you and you get kicked out or something like that like man those aren't your friends so aren't your friends just trying to keep people woke out here because those aren't your friends you got to have people around you that actually care about you if you don't have those people you, you can find them there's people out there if you don't have those people and they're just drinking buddies then just don't over drink and just be careful that's all it is like obviously you can be cool with anybody like it's all good but just don't get shit faced and then you can't take care of yourself like especially if you can't you know if you don't expect them to take care of you like i don't know i don't know why i went on this rant uh i don't know i think it's just always in the back of my mind just like because a lot of people that go to clubs like i just see like you know fights go on and stuff like that and just hear stories and it's just like crazy like it's just i don't know why that's such an attractive thing to do as an outing (laughs) i've never understood that i've always hated clubbing i've always hated it and i always will hate clubbing i've never understood what the attractive outing is especially you know for women and stuff like that especially when they have like you know boyfriends i get like dancing and just you know going out and stuff like that but it's just like there's so many creepy people that go to clubs and (laughs) damn i don't know i don't know Scary stuff, man. I I don't know. Uh, Just be careful. And that was my rant about clubs. And don't go to a goddamn club in an alley. Because they're overrated. Crazy. And on top of that whole clubbing experience, we were soaking wet. Because my friend said that the club was right beside the bar. Right beside the bar. I don't know what his... Perspective on Repicide is, but it was a 20 minute walk in the rain. <laughs> so by the time we got to the club, we were soaking wet. And that's not right beside the bar. <laughs> so so if you're listening to this right now, and you're the guy that said right beside the bar, I love you. I love you. But that's not right beside the bar. It's not right beside it's not right beside the bar. I was soaking wet the whole night, even Ubering back to back to Saga. I was soaking wet. Why was my winter jacket soaking wet? I wasn't shoveling snow. If the club was right beside the bar, then I wouldn't be that damp. Nope, I was soaking wet. My shoes were wet. It's not. I was not a happy happy camper. Um, so by the time we got into the club, it's just like, oh, this is this is the worst. This is the worst. The music was so loud too. My ears are still ringing. 
My ears are still ringing. I gotta start bringing ear clubs to the, to the club. Like I'm an old man. I don't like what these kids are doing anymore to this music. I got my earplugs in here because I don't like this EDM crap. <laughs> it's true. Those are facts. <laughs> Those are facts. I need I need to wear earplugs ear to the club. It's way too loud. I was off to the side. It was still so loud. It's just like, oh, God damn, son. God damn. Oh. Okay, that's the end of this podcast, I think. I have nothing else to say. Well, I do have stuff, but we'll we'll talk about it next week. Next week we'll we'll do a Twitter moments uh podcast as well. We'll go through some Twitter moments. I was going to do that this week and then I started ranting about random stuff. So, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, boys, girls, ladies and gents. So, that's the end of today's podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening to it. Please make sure you like, subscribe, you know, share this podcast with friends, anybody that you think would be interested in listening to this podcast, share it with them, share it with their families, share it with their friends, okay? We need this podcast uh, to grow, okay? We need this podcast to grow. You know, if you enjoy it, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know that you enjoyed it. If you hated it, you can also hit me up and tell me. I will put you into the hater class. In my head. Okay, I'll be like, yo, that person's a hater. Okay? You can get out of that class if you buy me coffee and ice cream. But just just know, if you're hating, you got to show some appreciation. Okay? Cool. All right, that's the end of today's podcast. We will be back next week with episode 10. I did over an hour. I'm here. I am ready to rock. So next week, we're episode 10 already. Um, It's going to be lit. So have a great week, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave an awesome review. Also, if you're looking for more great content by Bradley Thompson, make sure you check out his blog at livingthecanadiandream.com and follow him on social media at I am Brad Thompson. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.